0: Welcome to hour number two on a Friday on hashtag Daily K with your host Peter Bint. How much do you know about K food? How much hanshik have you eaten? We invite you into the world of Korean
1: food, of course, including the history and culture of it. We'll introduce trendy foods and famous restaurants
0: on Dish of the Day with Chef Chung. I feel like we're gonna have a real highbrow lecture today from <laughs> Chef Chung. You do look perfectly like an inspiring teacher at a university. Why, uh, nerd. <laughs> have I... you ever done that? Like teach some food stuff to people? Yeah, I,
1: it's not my cup of tea. I'm not a teacher. <laughs> I, I think um, you know they always say right, like uh, you never want to be the smartest person in a room. Oh, that's the thing. That's the thing about teaching. I think that that I don't enjoy. It's right. the fact that like. Who am I? Why are you listening to me? Mm. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I want to be learned. I, I still am at a point in my life where I
0: still want to be learning. I see. And I yeah. I guess the, a bit of the imposter complex kind of also mm. falls into play there. Yeah. I, I feel the same way as you about teaching. Mm. And uh, I started this class yesterday. I probably shouldn't have where we're doing some British English through Harry Potter. Ah. And I'm just trying to make it as equal as possible as in let's all learn together. Sure. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm here to learn as much as you are. Yeah, because again, who am I? Yeah, as long as the students are okay with that, mm-hmm. that's fine. But there are some who are pretty demanding, yeah, mm-hmm. like you. I don't think teaching is my forte. We had a little debate, or it's been started by Ooh. Gabby in Peru. Her mum came back with loads of Christmas items from mm-hmm. her shop. And then a few have come out. Brian from the States saying, I usually hate Christmas stuff coming out before December 1st. Sure. But Mrs wanted to start early this year so I took it all down from our storage racks and we're going to put it up soon how are you with Christmas how early can it come out I am actually in the camp that believes that as soon
1: as it gets to be coat weather, oh, okay. That's that's my that's my rule <laughs> of thumb. It's not it's not a hard date. Okay. I think as soon as coat weather happens, yes. I think that's when you know you want to feel cozy, mm-hmm. right? And I think that um, yeah, I, I I I I there's nothing wrong with it. I think that it's the it's part of it is. is due to the fact that it's the big holiday at the end of the year, right? Yes. So I think that, you know, whether it be Christmas or whether it be some other holiday, mm-hmm. I think everyone kind of looking forward
0: to the end of the year, it's not necessarily a bad thing. No, and I'm from Britain and we kind of started maybe in October some places, even September, which is kind of blasphemy to some people, but we don't have Thanksgiving which I right. think is a big deal, that's a right? Big, that's a big one, right? I
1: think, I think, that's, I think that's like a it's like a bulwark uh-huh. out there, I think <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think September is a little early unless again if it gets chilly. Mm-hmm. I think if it's weather appropriate.
0: Yes. That's where uh, that's where I stand. Well, that's a good guide I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. there should be a certain temperature where you can take out the Christmas decorations. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> if it's if you're if people are still wearing shorts and t-shirts out probably a little too early. Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. We got one more photo to show you Matt. Mm-hmm. Silver Granny Lynn has been taking a Korean cooking class. Ah. And this is what she said. She said we learned about broths and soups and we had to make two of the 5 soup recipes the teacher listed so I've got Spanish clam bean paste soup mm-hmm. and then some kimchi jjigae as well in the second photo oh, wow, those look great well done silver granny yeah. she was complaining a little bit with the hashtag discount that she can't find cheap Korean ingredients where sure, she is sure <laughs> that's the thing right I
1: think uh, especially when it comes to like niche ingredients you know I think um, supply is less you know the demand is more mm. than the supply so I think the retailers can
0: probably get away with not putting things on sale <laughs> absolutely today's food mm, i don't know it's not too expensive usually in korea especially when it's in
1: season no no absolutely Once in season it is uh well, you know, pardon the pun, dirt
0: cheap.
1: <laughs> uh, and the rest of the year, it's fairly affordable. Of course, we're talking about the sweet potato. We've got a photo of a sweet potato, in case if you're not familiar. Yeah, should the... be coming up shortly. Okay, um, it's not indigenous to uh, to Korea. Oh, but it is. Um, but it is. Uh, what is it? Uh, it has been here for a while. Oh, we got one. We got a photo right here for oh, you. Oh, this
0: is kind of an orangey one because we have a few different colors here now. We I'd do. Say, right? We
1: do. I, you know, actually, a fair number of colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Like I said, they're indigenous. Indigenous to the Americas, uh, brought to Korea in the late in the mid 18th century. Okay, there is some interesting archaeological evidence, though, to show that they might have reached the Pacific long before the age of exploration. Oh,
0: really? I wonder how that was possible. So,
1: like, archaeologists, they kind of debate whether it be like carried by birds, uh-huh. you know, in you know, their stomachs, uh, uh-huh. you know, ocean tides and, like, tangles of seaweed, or wow. Polynesian explorers, too. There is also some evidence that, you know, that, they're, that they took out these, you know, wooden boats, uh-huh. and they might have explored all the way to the Americas. Ooh. But, yeah, they've been around almost a half century before European ships ever even made it to Asia.
0: Oh, so that does sound- Seem like it got here somehow via a different way. Yes, yeah, because we, we eat them so much. I didn't realize they weren't native.
1: No, either. they're not native. They were introduced via yosu in uh-huh. the south in the mid-eighteenth mid century. Um, but now, yeah, like I said, they're they're they've got a firm role a uh, foothold in Korean food as a beloved snack. We have a very typical
0: scene for you here. Oh, in the winter time, this yes. is so comforting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of traditional way they put them or roast them that behind and you pull out those like trays. Exactly. So if you look in the background, you have these, you know, uh, little
1: doors, these little trays (laughs) that go into the barrel. It's a, you know, it's like an oil barrel Yes. and they have a, they have a wood fire going on inside Mm. and they get roasted. They're also really well known as a diet food. I feel like every uh, Mm -hmm. celebrity who comes out, you know,
0: with like a new physique Half of them will attribute it to kokuma. Yeah, my auntie was big into dieting even into her 60s, and she did the kokuma diet, and she said, you know. It's a delicious food. After you're having it so often, it gets a little less tasty. Sure. But it's really filling as well. That's the thing, right? So it's not inherently a low-calorie
1: food. Mm-hmm. It's it. But what it is is that it is pretty filling as far as foods go because it is very high in fiber.
0: Ah, and that's so you what can makes it exactly.
1: So if you so if you're trying to just cut down on like your overall caloric intake, mm-hmm. eating nothing but sweet potatoes. Well, I think I'll help you get there.
0: Yeah, and the one that we just saw, the roasted one. That's the color that I love. Of that kind of yellow, because the ones in the UK often the orange ones they're served as sweet potato fries, which are delicious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But just when they're roasted, that yellowy kind of moist one mm-hmm. is my absolute fave. Uh-huh. so you like the ones that
1: are a little bit moist. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think we we have your type here. We'll go through the main types of kuguma. So first we have the pam Uh uh-huh. So these are a little bit more. Pusser, pusser They're a little bit drier on the inside. They're fluffier. They're kind of more like a potato in their texture. Okay, so bam kokuma, like a chestnut Like sweet a chestnut, potato? exactly. Ah. Yeah, so it's called a chestnut sweet potato <laughs> because it's more similar in texture to a roasted chestnut, mm-hmm. as opposed to a hobak kokuma, yep. aka a mul like so, a water sweet potato. Water <laughs> sweet. So like so these are higher in sugar and they have they're more moist on the inside. Oh yeah. So
0: um and so those and then you also have a chase kokuma which is a purple sweet potato. These I've seen more recently and I don't know. They kind of confuse me because they look almost the color of beet troops. Right. Some of them are good. Some of you know, like just like the regular sweet potatoes,
1: they kind of rate, they kind of uh, range from being very dry mm-hmm. to being very sweet and moist. So you have to be careful, you know, just because one, you know, like sweet, your purple sweet potatoes, they're not all the same. It's not a monolith. And uh-huh. so if you have a preference for one type, you have to make sure to be asking your vendor, oh, what kind of texture is this? Uh-huh. And so we have also have guruguma. Oh. So this is the one I think you like. So this, this is be- not, yes. So, this is like right in between a palm and uh-huh. a hobak koguma. Yeah. So I, I, I actually I had to take some time to figure out whether or not like this is an actual type of kuguma yes. or this is just what people call it if it's a marketing thing. It actually is a type. Oh wow. So it exists like in between a palm and a hobak. So, so it's got the yellow color that you like uh-huh. of the palm Koguma. Yeah. But it's got the kind of moisture and sweetness
0: content of a Hobak which you also like. Yeah, it's so a guru meaning honey, honey right? Honey, exactly. And it does taste so sweet, and because it's moist as well, it's mm-hmm. just perfect. And I don't find them that regularly. Maybe I'm going to the wrong supermarkets, but. I often don't know what I'm getting until I peel it. Like right. I just take it home, put it in the oven, and then I'm like, wow, this is one of those. <laughs> I think you just have to kind of get your ajima on and yes. like, you know, tra- you know, track
1: down a worker and uh-huh. like, you know, ask like, you buy some? <laughs> and, like, and you know, just like, ask,
0: and, like you have to kind of like pester them and figure out like, you know, like, what is this? Tell me yeah. what I'm buying. Okie dokie. Sweet potatoes, so delicious uh, and so very common here in Korea to have yeah. as a healthy snack, right? And also when we come, come back, uh, it's not also not a yam oh yeah. yams for me as a brit i'm very confused by that word i'm not sure what at all it means well so you we'll can clear explain. it up in just a little bit <laughs> okay Charles saying i had a huge portion of mashed potato last night and i do love sweet potatoes as well you can have like mashed sweet potatoes absolutely yeah right. yeah in the uk it was popular not for that but to have mashed swede? Yes. Is what we called it. Yeah, we had a little
1: debate. Not a debate, a little discussion <laughs> uh, during the break. Uh, was uh, In America, you know, I would call
0: it a rutabaga, uh, wow. and view, you would call it a swede. Yeah, but, yeah same thing. Do, is that a common food to, to eat, a rutabaga? Not terribly. Yeah, not so in terribly. England only the mashed, like, ready-made swede was common. Oh, you interesting. You just bought it and then put it in the oven. Oh, I didn't, even, I didn't even—I realize that. That that's, that's completely foreign to me, the idea of pre-mashed rutabaga. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking at the photos of what it actually looks like. I wouldn't recognize that at all only yeah. the
1: mashed version. I think with rutabaga I think in um, in, in modern times so it's, I'd say like in the latter half of the 20th century mm-hmm. I think it kind of fell out of fashion uh-huh. I think um, it's really only popular if you do your own gardening oh, I see. I think, I think that's, you know, I think that's uh, those are the people who eat the most rutabaga Brian Co says totally often me making Korean food costs more than just going out and getting it at a restaurant oh. this is absolutely the case I think just because the restaurants have the economy of scale sure. I think if you're just buying things for one meal it can get pretty pricey i'm also growing some i'm guessing sweet potato on accident in my yard also a decent amount of protein compared to a potato absolutely Ooh. i feed my dogs the purple one sometimes so statistically in korea yeah the vet uh, the number of vet visits goes up in the winter because of you know people are feeding their uh, dogs too much sweet potato oh sweet potato is great for dogs okay it's, it's fantastic but a lot of times, uh, <laughs> pet owners will kind of get carried away okay. and just feed them too much. So oh, I didn't it, know that. it goes up a tick in the winter. Uh,
0: do dogs also
1: like just regular potatoes, or is it sweet potatoes? Not, not nearly them? as much. If my dog oh. is, if my dog, as a sample size of one, <laughs> is any indication, he uh, goes nuts over sweet potato. Oh. Regular potato, take it or leave it.
0: Yeah, just like me, I suppose. Without any like salt or ketchup, mm. I definitely prefer sweet potatoes' flavor, the sweetness and sure, everything. Sure, absolutely. Right? Uh, Millie says also sweet potato flour is the best for cakes. I've never heard. Yes, that. actually, we bought a package of that some time ago. Um, it's Ooh. very, it's very, it's a good kind of like
1: gluten free. Uh, what is it? Um, alternative. Oh. It's also great uh, for thickening up like a stew. Wow, it it lends a really great little flavor to that. Tropic Girl, yes, so interesting. All the different varieties of sweet potato in French is patate douce. Um, and then she gives it a very handy uh, <laughs> pronunciation guy pronounced patate douce. Oh, nice. Sweet potatoes are healthy carbs.
0: Yeah, I think healthier maybe than the just regular. Potatoes, Again, right? yeah, that,
1: the fiber content, uh, the beta carotene or the anthocyanins—if it's a purple uh, sweet potato,
0: yeah, it's, it's just got more stuff in it. Nice, Silver Granny Lynn saying, "Where I am in North Carolina, I've been able to find the small sweet potatoes and the white ones. The purple ones, though, are hard to find here." Yeah, they're much more—they're
1: much more of a boutique variety. I feel like I think, yeah. like in some areas, they've caught on. For example, Milipara says, "Hey, it's called camote in Peru, so delicious." Yeah, uh, purple sweet potatoes, uh, oh. native to Peru. Purple potatoes as well. Camote, if you, you, know, you eat it, along with Peruvian food with some ceviche. Ooh, uh, the
0: Peruvian corn is also phenomenal as well. Wow. Yeah, Raul also saying from Argentina, I think that potatoes and sweet potatoes are originally from the kind of Latin America region, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that's a, a combination. The purple one here is called a remolacha. Interesting. Oh, sounds mm-hmm. nice. Faz Benchmark says, oh, nice, Koguma, Ashley
1: Beach's favorite soul food. Uh-huh. Our uh, 8 p.m. host. <laughs> uh-huh. I was trying to trying to rack my brains. Like, I... Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Steve Fong, is it true that sweet potatoes are healthier than yams? Uh, interesting. Almost looked like the meal
0: uh, by the contestants in Squid Game. They had regular plain potatoes in Squid Game. That's you know. it, isn't it? Which is also like a common kind of comfort food from back in the day here where you just kind of peel the skin off. and That's maybe. Right. Right. Put it in some sugar or something. Uh so the yam question came out. Yes. Are they the same thing for starters? They are not. Let's we got
1: a photo of a yam up there for you. They are oh. very different. It is a completely different uh root vegetable they can be huge they can be the size of a person what yeah they can grow absolutely enormous they're much more similar to tapioca or cassava okay one of the reasons why yams and sweet potatoes get conflated is because in the u.s um Mm -hmm. due to the slave trade uh so yams are native to africa and you know staple it's a staple carb in certain areas Uh and so when the so when during the slave trade when they when they were trying to kind of recreate that in the United States, yeah. they had sweet potato instead of yam, oh. and so that's why how the word yam kind of gets introduced into the American culinary repertoire and oh. how it becomes a kind of a stand-in for sweet potato.
0: I see, yeah, because we don't really well, not when I was young, growing up, eat yams or have yams in the UK, and the word wasn't really bandied about, so I was very confused. It does look distinctly different from a sweet potato. It is right? completely different. Okey dokey. On to how we eat it in Korea. Right. So we talked about just kind of like eating it on its own. So we showed you a kun a roasted kunguma.
1: Now we have a photo of a jinguguma, or a steamed sweet potato. And oh, again, yeah. these are kind of like the same category because you just kind of peel them as you go, eat them like a banana or mm-hmm. just like, you know, any other fruit you would eat out of hand eat it as a snack, as a meal replacement. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of perfect anytime.
0: And I think many Korean kitchens will have that kind of metal base where you put it on top of the pan. It has little legs that sit above the water. And I've got the one where it kind of closes on top, like a spaceship. Exactly, That's the one that we have too. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's really convenient. Mm -hmm. And I feel that if your sweet potatoes are on the dry side, this is a, a no-brainer because they get some moisture from the boiling water. Exactly, up, yeah. Right. Uh, unless if you really like that kind of like flowery texture, mm-hmm. which some people do, um,
1: adding a little bit of moisture via steaming is a great way to go about it. Um, one that's kind of a staple for chips so or snack bars and whatnot oh, is yes. kogumat
0: Oh, look at these. Look perfect, the mm-hmm. color. Oh, I love the kogumat because I feel all the other tigims are a bit more unhealthy. Mm-hmm. But sweet potato's healthy, so surely deep fried is okay. (laughs) You know what? Like, this is kind of like, to me, the... Best possible iteration of a vegan chicken nugget. Oh, it looks like it, doesn't it? Right. Thinking about that. Yeah, I'd, instead <laughs> of a meat substitute, I'd be much happier with this. <laughs> yeah, and so you dip it maybe in your duck bokki if you've got the sauce there, or sometimes in a bit of kanjang, some soy yes. sauce is nice mm-hmm. as well. But very, you very could nice. do ketchup if you like. Absolutely. We also
1: have uh, something that's a little bit more um, homey. Uh, mm-hmm. We have kugma uh, sotbap. Oh. So hot meaning kind of like um like a like a pot that you cook rice in. Yeah. Uh and then pop
0: being rice. So you steam the sweet potatoes with your rice. In together. In together. I've seen what looks similar to this, the palm, the mm-hmm. chestnut in the rice, more frequently. There's a lot you can do. Actually we will uh, next week we'll talk about another thing you can put into rice that's
1: oh. also a very beloved winter tree. That's but a yeah. lot of
0: carbs there in the rice. A lot the sweet of carbs. Potatoes. But you know what? It's
1: winter. You uh it's a sweater you wear on the inside. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> mm. And then we have Kuguma Malengi. It's um it's like, kind of like a half-dried um mm-hmm.
0: a sweet a sweet potato. Very nice. It's a very nice texture. It's
1: almost like a jerky.
0: Yeah, and these are a great snack for the kids because I don't think they've been fried or anything like that. No, they've just been no. half dried. And these are really easy to make on your own if oh, you really? Have a, if you have a dehydrator or if you can
1: just kind of leave it out. Okay. Yeah, and, and then uh, just wait till it gets to this kind of consistency. Exactly. It'll be kind of a little bit crispy on the outside, chewy on the inside. It's almost fudgy. Yeah. yeah, they're they're very very nice in texture. Um, so the the hoba is much better for this one, just uh, because they start off with more moisture. Okay, and then you you won't dry it all the way till it's crisp. Instead, you want a little bit of moisture in there,
0: so it gets chewy. Yeah, the chewiness. A lot of the brands are called something chew. Actually, yes, we, yes. We buy them for the kids, and then they will not complain too much when we give them instead of kwaja, the just regular potato chips. They or are com- they are just as satisfying as yeah. far as far as I'm concerned. They don't have the oil they don't have the added sugar but it's because of that texture that mm. chewy texture I think is what keeps you engaged yeah the, ho- the hobak koguma if you remember from our gourd episode hobak meaning like pumpkin right mm-hmm. or gourd so that's what we're talking about looking right. similar too they are a little pricey though compared to like just regular potato chips that's the thing right it's so, like <laughs> beef jerky like you know dry koguma you have to keep in mind it takes a lot of the raw ingredients ah. to make a very small amount of the dried ingredients. Oh, it dries down mm-hmm. like that. That's a good point. I want to try and make them at home, though. Uh, this does not look like sweet potato. No, but it is the sweet potato greens, the churugi, which are
1: very much edible and they're very delicious. So this is what you see on the outside, above the ground. Right, right. Wow. So, like, yeah, these these grow to be enormous. They're they're just monsters. We we just, <laughs> ca- we, we, uh, we grew some sweet potato, just the leaves at home. Just yeah. The, we, we just took the sprouting tops off of some potatoes and oh. we just kind of grew them as a decorative plant Wow! We were gone for a week a couple of years ago yeah. and it just absolutely <laughs> took over that corner of the room it Goodness. was almost frightening how fast they grow. How do we eat those? Not like a, a salad maybe? No most as a namur. As a namur okay yeah, So they can either dry it or fresh and then you kind of peel it and then mm-hmm. you take the leaves off yeah. and then at a very certain, uh, specific point too, you can eat the leaves almost like a sam oh. you'll, kind of, uh, you'll, you'll blanch
0: them or uh, brief steam them okay. and you use the leaves as a sum, but before they get too tough oh ah. you know i think my mother's generation especially love things like that mm-hmm. we didn't mention it i think when we did the pumpkin episode but my mom loves the hobaki yeah. yeah which is really kind of a tough leaf to me to mm-hmm. eat like the texture wise but she goes crazy yeah over it's it. a very it's <laughs>
1: almost meaty how, mm-hmm. uh, how how um how substantial it is
0: I'm in London. I'm in Australia. Tokyo. The Philippines. Finland. Finland. Indonesia. New York. Adidang Radio. Radio. Now live in Seoul. Uh, we got lots of messages. Lots of you loving sweet potatoes. Jackie saying just the colouring of them. Wow! And my father had them for breakfast every day saying they are good for him. Mine did, mine did as well. It's just yeah. a great one to have on the go as well if it's
1: unpeeled. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's, a, it's it's again, it's kind of like a banana in that sense. Mm. Uh, Siska Adriani, we have two types of sweet potato, the orange one and the purple one. Both are yum. Good for dessert too. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Uh, Siska also saying the kokoma bread is another good one. Mm. Oh, yes, the sweet potato ones infused with that. We get like chestnut bread here as well, which is pretty cool with big sure. lumps of yep. it. Yeah, it's really filling, isn't mm-hmm. it? Um, what else here? We got a. Uh, uh, yeah, go for it, man. Raul says uh, cut into big circles, sweet potato,
1: potato, carrot, zucchini, and eggplant. Put into an oven with olive oil, oregano, uh, romero, uh, rosemary, tomillo, uh thyme. Sorry for the Spanish names. It's, uh, no <laughs> problem. Salt. Uh, Two hundred Celsius. Thirty minutes. And done. Arroz con patatas or papas, rice with potatoes
0: or sweet potatoes, an Argentinian classic. Oh, sounds absolutely delicious. Yeah, and cutting them into like little discs, all different vegetables. That yeah, with sounds the herbs nice. too. Yeah. Sounds very nice. Leon from Singapore saying, "I think when you're eating the stems, there's lots of peeling as well. It's lots quite a tough." Appealing. Vegetable to prepare. This is a. This is where you get the entire family involved. Oh, really? <laughs> it is. It's it's, it, it's so much work for so little, but it's worth in the end. Okie dokie. And silver Granny's saying we eat more sweet potatoes, me and hubby, than regular ones because they got a lot more fiber and a lower glycemic rate. That's very true. Yeah. So the glycemic index it basically kind of like notes
1: how much, how fast, and how much sugar there is, and how mm. much available sugar there is for your body to absorb. So. Uh-huh. You know, just looking at the number alone, is can be a little misleading. Okay. You know, with, with sweet potatoes, the way that you, it absorbs into your body is just a little bit better than a regular potato. Jay okay. Lee seasoned and free fried. They can be fried but mushy on the inside. I'd use this in the spring and summer fall greens. Oh, yeah, so the greens in the uh, spring and summer. Oh. You know.
0: Yeah, I did hear it, because I really got into sweet potato fries for a while, and I was like, why don't we just make them at home? They can be a bit tricky with the moisture yeah, and stuff. Yeah, you, right? you have to fry them
1: multiple times, okay. and the most one. Most of the ones that you get commercially have a starch coating on the outside, which keeps them crisp. Uh, I think it takes a lot of engineering to make a very satisfying sweet potato fry. Um, It's one of those things that I would probably espouse to buy
0: buy in a bag, unless Uh if you want to take on a project. Okie dokie, yeah. Jay Lee and also Mama Wolf, coming up with something apparently common in the US, you can add marshmallows or brown sugar Wow. yeah, look at look, yeah, your eyebrows are just shooting marshmallows. Up. It's a
1: very common thing. It's a Thanksgiving side dish. What? marshmallows and brown sugar, and you bake it off like a casserole. You eat it as a Thanksgiving side. It makes more sense or okay, it sounds like it makes less sense, but it tastes wise. It makes more sense. Once you have it on a Thanksgiving plate and okay. like the gravy is starting to touch it. And with you have, the
0: marshmallows?
1: Well, I mean, think about it this way, right? You, so, you know, I think, um, you know, you have cranberry turkey, mm-hmm. right? I feel like that's a very, that's something that we take from the Brits is okay. having uh, some kind of fruit with our gamey meats. Yeah. You know, mint with lamb. Sure. Okay. For example. Kind of the same thing, but on carb form. It's like a little oh. sweeter and then it's a good kind of foil for, uh, for a roasted turkey. Wow. So it's not a dessert. It's, it's, it's a side dish. It's a side dish. I need to try that. Yeah, it Makes no sense, tooth. but
0: if you try it, you need to you need to experience it in situ. <laughs> yeah, all together. All mm. right, uh, here is one classic combo: not marshmallows, much healthier. Koguma <laughs> and kimchi, and again, it's one of those things that makes sense if you try
1: it. Mm-hmm. If you think of Koguma again, kind of like a meal replacement. Yeah. It then all of a sudden it, it makes sense to have it with something like kimchi. It kind yeah. of completes the meal, so to speak. Sure. Rice is very sweet. Mm. If you eat it on its own and you just experience the
0: flavor of good rice, yeah. it should be sweet. Yeah. Almost as sweet as sweet potato. So that's why it works, doesn't it? It and really it, does. Really refreshing kimchi straight out of the fridge I like mm-hmm. to have with a nice hot kokomak. Yes, right? like you
1: don't want to use muunji for this one, I think. You want to <laughs> use like a, like a, like one that's uh, that's a little bit fresher, one yeah. that's a little bit crisper, one that has a little less funk to it i think um, absolutely and then we have all sorts of fusion koguma dishes we have koguma latte which may or may not contain coffee okay sometimes they do sometimes they don't this one looks like
0: it doesn't so that's just straight up a lot of milk with sweet potato with is sweet it? potato yeah oh almost like a soup in a cup i suppose Kind actually very much so yeah <laughs> that's basically what it is it's essentially wow. it's a it's a sweet potato chowder oh mm-hmm. well, that doesn't sound too bad this one I've seen many foreigners in Korea get quite angry about it. Sure. Koguma <laughs> on pizza. And, and not like chunks of it, because we do have chunks of potato on pizza sometimes here as well. Right. This, this is like a paste, right? I'll tell you this. Okay, so
1: uh, this is my 20-second rant on people complaining about pizza <laughs> toppings. Yes. Okay, pepperoni is not an Italian thing. Oh. The number one uh, topping in America for uh, for uh, pizza mm-hmm. is actually chicken. Oh, yeah. really? No one does pizza right. Wow! Everyone messes with pizza. <laughs> yes. Don't like. Don't don't get don't don't get all up in arms about what other people are doing to pizza. Yes, you know everyone is doing heinous things with pizza because
0: at the end of the day, it's all delicious. Yeah, it, it tastes great—the sweet yeah. potato and the crust. If you have no bias against it, yeah. And then this one. I was surprised coming to Korea some kids ask for this cake for their birthday sweet potato cake It's very much a thing. So it's <laughs> the
1: outside cover is coated in like a sweet potato powder uh-huh. And that's kind of the signature look of this type of cake. And, yeah. yeah, this is a very old-school It's a little bit more this one's a little bit more modernized with the sweet potato chips on top as a yes. garnish But that outside that powdery outside coating that's the signature
0: of a sweet potato cake Yeah, and it's so creamy and it is pretty delicious as well the natural sweetness coming mm-hmm. through right uh, We've got another video Video though, so we want to get to that map. because yeah, we do. You've done some hard work at home. I did, and th- this is probably
1: my favourite sweet potato dish. It's koguma matang.
0: Oh, so a very sweet version. Let's take very a look. Very much is. So it's basically it's candied sweet potato. You got a big box full. Hmm? Wow, <laughs> nice. <laughs> you can buy it by the box, by the big. But like bag load as well. You know what? This time of the year, if as long as you're not like a terribly hated person, someone's going to send you a box. You just end up with sweet potatoes, <laughs> you do, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just peel the outside. I need mean, to. You want to the keep blue. them on?
1: You just kind of want to take off the any bit that you don't want to eat. Okie dokie. Anything that looks like a like you know an eye or any part that might that might have uh, you know experienced a little you know some pests. And a bit of oil in a pan. Any yeah.
0: particular oil?
1: <laughs> I use grapeseed oil, and yeah, I, uh, I failed that one. <laughs> yeah, so uh, clean it up. this is me. Uh,
0: yeah, if you make a mess, you clean it up right away. I like your thinking. My wife is the opposite. She lets everything go to pot and then cleans it up at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get so stressed mm-hmm. watching.
1: This is why induction tops are great.
0: Exactly. I'm a convert now. You
1: know, I, I it, think they're great too. Yeah. I think mean, easy to clean counts for a lot. Oh, doggy does like sweet potatoes. So 180 degrees is what you want your oil at. This oh, is grapeseed wow. oil, but you can use any oil that's uh, that's that's good for frying. Okay, so we're deep frying the chunks. Yes. Yeah, so you deep fry them once, uh-huh. and then you want to wait. You want know, to cook them all the way through until they're golden brown and delicious. Okay. It must this, take a while. For it the does. Like a minutes. good 10-12 minutes. Oh. Okay. You don't want to walk away. And you just come, and kind of, you, know, <gasps> you know, there you go. This they lo- look good like that. Yeah, like that's that's the great thing, right? You could stop right here if you wanted to. Yes. But what you do next is you then take a little bit more oil and then sugar in a pan. And oh. then you want to caramelize that sugar. And then we're going to toss the sweet potatoes in this caramel. Now, the thing to keep in mind is that I'm going to pour the sugar in like this, right? Okay. You don't stir it don't stir because it. then it's going to crystallize on you which oh. means basically it just kind of turns kind of gritty it doesn't turn glassy and candy like but instead it just kind of end, you know stays like this so oh, so if
0: you don't stir it that's you don't stir it. So you, have, wow. yeah, you have to leave it just like that just
1: like dissolving yes oh. you kind of let it,
0: so you have to keep an eye on it and oh. you toss it all together look at that the candy little threads yeah and then you've garnished it a little bit, have you? With some sesame seed, that's it. That's all you need. And this is what, what you're getting. go. That looks so rustic. Good. Here's the best part, though. The sound. Is it a bit crunchy on the... O- oh, wow! Oh. <gasps> that really is ASMR that I'm ruining. <laughs> but that's so crispy! Because, yeah, sometimes you can get it and it's not oh, soggy, yeah. but it's not that it's crispy on the you. outside. Oh. So that's the thing about this dish, right? So, oh, uh, title text here.
1: Um, <laughs> so that's the thing about this dish. Matang kind of refers to a whole load of different candied sweet potato dishes. Mm-hmm. So this one specifically is uh, base, oh. which is uh, which is more Chinese in origin. Oh. Uh, Basu refers to like th- uh, threads of silk. Oh. So as you pull the candy out, you yes. get, you get uh, threads of caramel there. Wow. But matang can be, like you said, it can be a little bit more syrupy on the outside with out of crunch, sure, and that's a kind of easy to make panchan version at home. Yeah, but this is the one you know, you know when you cook it in a proper caramel. You'll find this in Shijiangs a lot, in, in ah. markets, in like the especially in the winter time. Yeah, and then oftentimes
0: if it's a busy, if it's a weekend or something, there'll be a line coming out of that booth. Such a good snack, and again, I feel like I'm not being too unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Matt, that was brilliant. I'm definitely going to use that recipe and not stir it. What a good tip! Thank yes. you. We'll see you again next Friday. See you then. You can listen to Dish of the Day with Chef Chung every Friday at 10am KST on Hashtag Daily K.